got what it takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game week, these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast Guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you Captain Salah again this week? FPL Maverick FPL Maverick FPL Maverick FPL Maverick Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. My name is Ben and I'd like to uh, give a warm welcome back to Mr. Martin Malia. How are you, my man? Very good, mate. How are you doing? Very good, mate. And also on today's pod, hopefully there'll be no editing issues this time, Matthew. <laughs> Mr. Matthew Maverick Jows. Hello, Benny. Glad to be back, mate. Thanks for having me again. No, thank you so much for coming on. Um, wow, lads, we've got a lot to talk about, um, especially with the news of Scotty P over at Bournemouth just being uh, locked. Without that, we've still got loads to talk about because it's been an absolutely fascinating couple of weeks of FPL and including last week. So just for all the new listeners, rundown of the show. Um, we'll go into the Twitter League who's at the top after um, the first four or five weeks. What a Maverick is, um, a brief chat around fixtures, strategy, and then the couple of topics that, you know, we just like to get into the weeds about um, for FPL. Then we'll jump into the Mavericks competition where we pick um, a Maverick each or two in my case against the guests, although it's not going very well. And then we'll finish off with a maverick captain each and then the um upset of the week which has been going really well as well so lads um twitter league maybe we'll just run across your actual teams and how you did last week and then i'll i'll jump to the league so maybe jousey you seem the most ready for this question how did you go last week and what were your points so, so I went pretty well last week, but I just missed out on the captain. So uh, I had uh, three very strong um, players in uh, Luis Diaz, Haaland and Trent. Um, but I captained De Bruyne. So I ended up with 72 points, which above oh. average. But um, yeah, it could have been better. Yeah, I mean, look, I think you can go with Kevin most weeks at the moment. So um how many how many points did kevin get off the top of the head and then was it just the two or did he get something he just got two yeah pretty much blanked for the week which you don't expect when city are uh what did this they scored for this week was it yeah yeah, did, yeah. well i'm sure i'm sure we'll get a deep dive from the the man city magician in in my malia all rolls <laughs> off the tongue tonight um but how did you how did you go this week mine yeah similar to jousey mate i got 68 um I drunkenly vice captained Trent instead of captained him. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is an absolute disaster. Um but yeah, I had Haaland, had Trent, had James, um had a bit of a luck, I had Dallow on the bench and Zinchenko didn't play. So uh got eleven points off him. Um 
because I couldn't trade him out because he'd gone down in value and it would destroy everything. So, um, who did you captain? End up with Salah. <laughs> ah, blanked as well. Yeah, pressed the wrong. Yeah, pressed the wrong button on a in the pub. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll get into that. We're going to dive into that. So, um, yeah, myself, I've just had an absolute shocker. Although I nailed my captain, I called it last week on the pod. Back my own words. Sterling, 30 points. Raheem. Don't know how how he managed two goals, even though they had a man sent off, but... (laughs) Bit lucky with the first, I think. Yeah, fair play. Like, I think he's going to go all right, but we'll probably go into that in a bit. 66 points. um, No Haaland, which absolutely killed me, and zero Liverpool defenders. So, not a good start for the Brookie, but we move on. I'm sitting 83rd in the Mavericks League, and at the top we have some monstrous scores. Chris Baitup, 83 points in the game week four, and he's 304 points. We've got Alex, uh, sorry, Alex Campbell, Aaron Campbell, or Soupy, who is uh, a lad who I played for a long time with in Tassie, up on 287, and I'm just looking at the the rest of the league. Simon Hudson's always up there. And our very own Gwynners, or James Gwyn, who's the top of the podcasters at the moment. So, still a very tight league and all to play for. Um, but if you do want to join the league, um, the Twitter code is 450. Sorry, the Twitter league. The code is 450YXP. Um, and, boys, the whole point of this podcast is to pick out amazing mavericks um which are under 10 percent owned we are the fpl mavericks jousy i'm going to you pretty early doors tonight can you give me an eloquent way to describe what a maverick is it's someone who's less than 10 percent owned that can be your differentiator that's going to get you the points because no one else has gone for them usually because it's crazy um but yeah that this is the player that, that you want um no one else has got him less than 10 percent um and i think you've got rules around it being uh less than seven is it 7.5 or 7 million now Se- your... well it should be 7 million i think but look if it's if it's under 7.5 you get an extra two two points but um in terms of of picking them we'll probably just have a quick chat around fixture strategy and the um you know the games from last weekend so Maybe because Malia is a huge Man City fan and he's going to give us a lot of insight into what happened last week and this week. Haaland, Man City, mate. Thoughts on last week, thoughts on this week. What do you think? Um, well, Haaland's a beast, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> absolute, yeah, just a monster up front. I knew he'd, I knew he'd be good, but I, I didn't really watch him a lot. At Dortmund, I just saw the goals, you know. But actually, watching him off the ball, his movement, his uh, you know, he demands the ball all the time, you know, points where he wants it, and he's and he gets it every time, you know. It's it's crazy. So um, he'll get, yeah, he'll be up there for the Golden Boot, I think, this year. And he uh, held off like two defenders, didn't he, for one yeah, of the goals? I was watching. It's ridiculous. And he's twenty-one. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah. It's unreal. Bit of a bully, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and it, it really gives us a different dimension to the way we play because 
he doesn't actually touch the ball all that much you know so we we play really good football you know classic pep pep ball and then if we want to change it up it just goes straight route one straight into harland and he and he smashes it in <laughs> so it does give us a, a new a new um a different dynamic up there um but yeah, i was a bit worried actually with when palace went two nil up palace yeah, went they they took points off both games off us last year um and uh yeah i was worried but i don't know so yeah. bring it bring it back to fpl then because of the uh the, the two goals just conceded and you could even say um in general although man city have and are the best team in the league at the moment they are conceding goals and everyone still seems to think that they're just not you know they're, they're a clean sheet guarantee mm. do we where do we land in terms of man city because i can't figure them out like personally i'll open up and tell the listeners what i've done i've taken a minus four i've already had kdv i got rid of salah i've brought in harland and i've also done what i should have done a few weeks ago and brought on uh gundogan so uh, is it gundogan or gundogan i don't really, I don't Gundo. really. Gundogan, whatever. Yeah. Um, Gundogan. Um, <laughs> so I've got two midfielders. My thinking was, you know, it's either going to be KDB or um, Gundogan that's going to assist Haaland and he's going to score more. But do we still rely on the Cancelos and the, the walks of the world? What, what you know, from an FP, FPL point of view, what do you think in terms of sitting at the moment? Yeah, I think, um, I think Cancelo just had a, a a blinder last year i don't think you know watching him every week he's, a, he's an unbelievable player but um he got a lot of points from clean sheets because like the whole city backline did and then he just he just scored some absolute worldies didn't he um but i'm not sure if he would be that consistent this year like he, he hasn't made any of my teams this year mm. just have that hunch about him um problem with city i think at the moment is our backline has changed every week you know Laporte's out then it was Ake Ake's out and he dropped Diaz last couple of weeks ago which is unheard of um and we've got Walker and Cancelo and that's it we've got no other backup in in the wing backs we've just signed that new that new chap Garcia we all need a bit of time to bed in so I just think that they haven't managed to um they haven't managed to bed in uh, a, a solid back four yet yeah just conceding um and we're the team to beat so i think everyone seems to want to turn up against us especially mm -hmm. newcastle like i was actually happy with getting a point out of newcastle like they absolutely destroyed us <laughs> if so, i think if St. maximan had a bit of end product he, he literally could be a an absolute world beater um, well that, that, come on that goal he scored in more consistently you know that goal he scored <laughs> I agree. Like so, so brilliant to watch and so frustrating at the same yeah. time, especially yeah, as a Newcastle fan. Did Walker on toast, didn't he? Like the whole game, and then he did. He had twenty minutes of that game where he was absolutely unplayable. Oh. I reckon, like no one would have stopped him. Definitely not. Um, but I think that the thing with City now with FPL is that Champions League kicks off next week, um, and that's where real Pep Roulette comes into play. Like, who knows what he's going to do? um we've got a few injuries at the moment 
um, especially at the back. And you, know, you know, Grealish is out. Um, I think Bernardo Silva is now not leaving, which probably which helps us. Yeah. Um, you know, have another player up there, so it will it will be it will be rotated a lot. And I think the Champions League's condensed into it before the World Cup, isn't it? Like the the first round yeah. of games. So there's going to be a lot of games really, really quickly. So, you know, that's when I think we're going to start to see what's going to, what Pep's going to be up to. And uh, so, quick fire question. Will Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne start against Not Forest? Because that's what the listeners want to know. Uh, I think, I think KDB will. I'm not sure Haaland will. I reckon Alvarez will play. Yeah. It's against Forest and we're at home. And Alvarez is quality. You know, like he's he's a really really good player, and I reckon if we if it's if we're not going well, then Haaland will come on. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I'll keep him in my side, hundred percent. Because even if he comes on for twenty minutes, he's still scored two. <laughs> That's so. That's true. Maybe not captain though. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to captain him. Mm. Well, we'll get onto that. Don't, don't don't spoil it for the listeners now. <laughs> see the new. City or Newcastle, as you may be called. Um, how do you think you guys have fared? Transfer markets being, pro- you know, pretty decent. Brought in some new players. You just got this new lad, Isaac, Isaac or Isaacs, one of them. Isaac, um, yeah. Um, very player. How do you think you guys are going at the moment? Where do you think he sits? I think we found it tough in the transfer market. Teams have banged up the prices uh, pretty quickly whenever Newcastle have been involved um which is which is fair enough but we've managed to bring in a few players um i think the team's looking really solid um and maybe lacking that bit of creativity that hopefully isaac's gonna bring us um if you're thinking about putting him in your team this week he's coming in at seven i had a quick look um seven million and i don't think his work permit's going to be processed in time they've got like three hours because of the bank holiday so um, I'd maybe hold off for a few weeks. And I think most people will anyway, just to see what he does. Because uh, he's only 22 years old, not got Premier League experience. So be interesting to see him play. I don't know that much about him, to be honest. Um, but exciting at the same time. Seems like we're signing players that are the right quality and the right age. Yeah. I definitely think Newcastle are going to slowly become that team that will belong around Spurs and Arsenal in that top five or six. It's just, are the new te- are the, sorry, are the teams at the moment just overly stacked that it could t- take Newcastle a lot longer than it has done for a Chelsea or, or City in the past? So It could do. I don't think we can keep up the form that we've been showing. Um, I think that, that probably will be temporary, will drop away. And... Um... Uh, this weekend would be a perfect, perfect weekend for us just to go and get thumped by Liverpool. To be honest, I'm quite scared. We've got Bruno out. We've, um, yeah, we're, we're missing a few players, a few injuries. So, um, they, and Liverpool are still uh, just trying to find that form, and they've just done the nine niller. So they could come and thump us as well. Well, that brings us nicely into the next topic that I want to uh, chat about. Nine nil. No Salah goal. <laughs> Malia, talk to me. <laughs> poor, I, poor. I was watching the City game and then every time I saw 
a Liverpool goal is like, oh, here we go, here we go. No, here we go. No. Um, I don't know. I mean, he he missed a few chances, didn't he? Um, yeah. It's that classic sign the new contract and then not be any good. Like it happened. It's happened to a, a few players, isn't it? Have you have you both kept him in your team? I've I've locked him. I was yeah. yeah. Keep him. I said I said last week, Trent. I'll give Trent one more week and see what he does, and then he gets seventeen. So I think Salah's there for me. If he doesn't do anything this week, then uh, it's a major rebuild when you lose Salah because you got so much money to play with. But um, he he's, he's quality. He'll come good. It's just a matter of how long wait you know it is and I, and I think it's just whether or not you miss the boat on the likes of harland or even someone off the radar like i don't know bruno fernandez now that they've got a bit of a team around them do you bring in like an isaacs can you redistribute that that money um for from selling salah and i think i was like well yeah i think i will like salah yeah. and if and it's easy enough to bring him back in, I think, but you'll just have to take a minus four, which is how I think. Whereas if you're much more of an FPL strategist, um, you'd be way more scared of doing that. So just looking at their fixtures though, like I think you've got Newcastle at home, Everton away, Wolves at home. It'd be worth keeping him in for that, you know, good few games. And then Liverpool haven't got um I think Jota's still injured. Um they've got Nunes to come back, but up front, they've not really got anyone else to play there, have they? So he's he's, he's not like a rotational risk, and he, he no. will, well, who knows? No. Um, well, my take on that is, I think Everton could get blown away. Fair enough. Um, I, I know this is very um, easy to say when Liverpool just won nine nil, but I generally think Newcastle will be solid. They'll probably lose just for the few injuries that you have. I know Jouse is currently making a, a face on the video call at the moment, but we'll get to that. Um, and I think Wolves, I watched them against Spurs. Um, and although there seems a couple of issues at Wolves, they're, they're very solid. So I can't see any massive hauls from Salah. That would be my big thing. Jouse, you're making a face at the Newcastle thing. You've got a few injuries. Do you think that Salah's going to tee off against Newcastle? Yes, I do. I haven't got him in my team, which I might might regret that. But um, I think that without Bruno Guimaraes in there, we look a, a different team. We played against Wolves. We looked very, very average, um, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys caught the, the replay there, but I'm a little bit worried for us uh, going into that game because it's at Anfield because they've just won 9-0. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong, to be honest. Yeah, well, <laughs> be very interesting to see. So, you know, at the other end of that um, dismantling was uh, poor Scotty Parker, who, yeah, look, wore his heart on his sleeve in the presser. Um, I don't know if you boys have actually had a chance to see it, but he was very honest and open about everything, essentially. And yeah, we've uh, come on the pod, and he's he's gone. Mm. What are your th what are your thoughts on that, Martin? Well, it's, it's very soon, isn't it? But I mean, if you're going to get a new manager, you'd want to get one probably at the beginning of the season, right? So you've got a, a new manager that can work with a 
work with a, a squad. Um, it's a fair play for them to act in quick, but um, you know they've been they haven't had that Solanke, have they? Like any of the games, and he was their top scorer last year, so that's a bit of a blow. It's a bit unlucky um, to not have him about. I'm not sure how well he do in the prem, but. Um, yeah, I mean Scott Parker's like he, it happened with with Fulham as well, didn't it? He um, he got sacked from there, and he just seems to be one of those managers that is a solid Championship manager. He makes a step up, and um, he can't seem to deal with with prem sides. Um, I think it's too harsh to say that four games. Yeah, in. yeah. Um, what a lovely bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ever harsh. since that Mike Skinner YouTube dry well, yeah. eyes. About to say that's one of the top YouTube videos of all time. It's so good. <laughs> no, I, I generally think it's actually pretty harsh, and we'll see what Matty's take is on, on, on this as well. Um, he's done well to get him up. I think he didn't he leave Fulham to go to Bournemouth, which I remember seeing it and was like, that's absolutely mental. Um, why are you doing that? Obviously, done it, got them up, um, has had inadequate investment, played Liverpool, Arsenal beaten Villa, who I think Gerard's the next one to go, by the way. Yeah. Um, and who else did they play? And they didn't do that badly, I don't think. Can't remember who they played. But anyway, I thought it was very, very harsh. Mm. Uh, maybe they just thought losing 9-0 is unacceptable for a football club like Bournemouth. Mm. Or... <laughs> I don't know. It's very interesting. Matty, what, what are your takes on it? I, I think he... I think his comments must have annoyed the owners um, and enough for them to to kind of say that's that's it. Um, he's obviously been a bit too honest about the lack of investment and they've not taken well to it, I think. Um, or maybe it's as Mario says, that they just want to go early and, and make sure they stay in the league with a new manager. But um, games is not enough for me. Mm. They may have someone in mind already just get get it done quick yeah i mean who is out there at the moment like a sean dyche like mm. it's gonna be really interesting mm. yeah, I'm trying Any, to yeah have a think and if, if it pops into your mind then let me know um so lads one thing i wanted to to bring up with the uh, the actual league moving forward now is the, the jostling around of of teams and the actual template or or the template that we like to call it on this podcast. Um, I mean, I suppose I'm personally anti-template, but I've actually realised that I'm probably playing a little closer to the template than I realised just due to the players that are in my team at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, are your templates kind of your, your Tims and your Tim? Aren't they struggling a bit this year? Because it's... They are. Well, I mean, With Liverpool starting so badly, it's uh, it's hit everyone, hasn't it? You better you better hope that Tim himself isn't having a walk to work with his coffee in his hand when he listens to this. He'll probably <laughs> drop it down the road. But yes, they are struggling. Even the the, the likes of uh, Lord Budney, the Magic Man, is struggling this season. Well, I noticed he's in uh, position number ninety-two, uh, Mister Budney. And I'm in position 91, not doing much better, but if it ends like this, I'll be happy. And I'm in 88, so I can't say anything anymore. Martin, where are you? Can you give Three me lads, my debut season. Oh, 
lofty heights of 43rd. Oh, that's decent, mate. That's a decent well. Um, I just went through my team and I realized I have Raya, who's Maverick, 6.4, Cucurella, 12.5, Tim Plate, Reese James, 44, Tim Plate, Perisic, Tim Plate, Gungogan, Maverick, De Bruyne, Tim Plate, Gabriel, Tim Plate, Sterling, Maverick, Rodrigo, who I cannot believe is Tim Plate. And then to finish off, um, we've got Haaland, Jesus, Henry's Maverick, Williams is template, and Greenwood is actually uh, Tim Plate because so many people use him as a, as a dead player. So with Ward on the bench, he's also definitely not Tim Plate. So I'm not too bad. But what about you boys? Where, where are you sitting just off the cuff there in terms of the Tim Plate and the Maverick? Well, I just looked at my team and realised I hate it. So <laughs> I need to play a wild card. But um, I'm definitely more on the Maverick side. As you know, I tend to play that way, Bernie. Yeah, that's your trademark. Ma Malia is a bit more... He's a bit more like shrewd. Not that you're not, Matty, but just more Tim Play, I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Things I haven't made any transfers yet. Oh, he's definitely <laughs> Tim Play, then. <laughs> <laughs> but I picked a good team at the start but like wow. it's hard like i've just missed my captains i reckon i think that's probably what's what's killed me yeah. um i yeah like i you know my i think my side's worth like one 101.5 or something so like all of my players have, have gone up um mr captains um but it is absolutely template through and through um just managed to squeeze a lot of them in i mean i've kept dallo he's he's my maverick um i've got um I've, well i'm just actually going to make a, a couple of subs this week um haven't quite decided on who they're going to be um being on this podcast i want to chuck a maverick in there so i've got an idea which i guess we'll come on for oh, um but yeah but apart from that it's yeah i got james trent um zinchenko martinelli salah de bruyne harlan jesus like trippier Hi. Yeah, they're all high-owned, um, but they all score pretty well. Mm. Um, but I like, quite like the look of some of the Brighton defenders. They've got some decent fixtures and um, are doing pretty well at the moment. Um, well, maybe, maybe we'll have a look at both your thoughts of the wildcard and your transfers, because now we're going to jump into the world-renowned Maverick competition, where, to be honest, the guests are absolutely pumping me. It's 4-0. Um, last week, I picked Gray and Welbeck. Gray got me two points. Welbeck got me two points. Versus Maximan, where I think it was Keaton, um, obviously got nine points. And David Stevenson picked Jensen with two points. So I'm in the dust here, lads. Um, this is your opportunity to keep your uh, lead intact and extend it. I've I'm clutching at straws here. Thank God it's a marathon, not a sprint, eh, Jousey? Oh, don't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but for all the listeners um, who regularly listen, me and Sir Jows are attempting the Sydney Marathon in three weeks. And um, I'm currently based in Vanuatu, drinking a beer. And uh, Matty's been on uh, a tour in England with his wedding. So training has been going well. 
let's put it that way. Yeah, not done run any running for a while, but <laughs> also <laughs> sat on my ass drinking a beer. <laughs> well, all right, Martin, I feel like you've come loaded with a decent Maverick. Would you like to go first? 4-0. Um, yeah, okay. Well, my, my Maverick is over 7.5, though. So, do I have you to go ahead? Get, you just don't get two points, mate. That's all, that's all. That's all it is. Mm. Well, basically, my, my, I reckon, I reckon Mares is going to do something this week. Cool. <laughs> I like it because he is explosive. Go on. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. He's dropped. He's dropped in value. He's like seven point seven now. Two point two percent owned. Um, and it's as I said, Champions League next week. He only had limited minutes last weekend. I think you know against Forest at home. I reckon we'll smash him personally. Um, so I like the look of Mares and moving forward. Then we've got Champions League. So I think he'll probably get rested. Champions League. So it doesn't seem to be like first choice at the moment so i reckon he might get a bit of league time and our fixtures look fairly good like with forest villa and we've got spurs and then wolves so i might chuck him in and see how he goes i reckon that's a great shout there's also bernardo's 6.9 and i reckon he'll uh he'll probably go off as well the my only reservation would be the price point on him and like um if he's getting rotated, like he could be rotated out of the league games and into the Champions League games. Mm. Yeah, Bernardo. With Pep. Yeah, Bernardo's more first choice, I think, than than Mares. So maybe I'll see. Yeah, I'll sack off the two points. I'll go Mares and see how we go. I like it for this week. I like it too. I think Mares is such a talented player that is almost underrated. You look but, a bit nervous, Ben. <laughs> I well, like, yeah, look, I, he's he's one of my players, and because I just love Mares for FPL because he just shoots on sight. Mm. He always gets the ball in dangerous areas of the pitch. Um, he was our top scorer last year. Yeah, I think he doesn't. Not enough respect gets put on his name, really. Yeah, and he's won the Premier League with Leicester. He did that. He's won how many Premier League titles now? Be like three, probably, maybe more. I mean, yeah, he's won an Afcon. I'm pretty sure with the Algeria. Is that right? Yeah, could be wrong. He's a wrong side of thirty now, though. I think players like that that sort of rely on their, their pace and you know being explosive, like when they get to that side of thirty, they do drop off a little bit. But yeah, I've got I got my my gut feel about Mares. I reckon I reckon he'll do something this week. He'll, he'll, mate, he's obviously a classic performer. Um, he's tricky, so he probably doesn't need that pace that you know some other players. That like, I think the biggest one that I can remember is like a Torres, who just purely relied on his pace, and when he lost it, he just went down the pan. Mm. Um, whereas I think Mares brings something different to City attack. Um, the closest player to him is probably like a Foden, um, but he's way trickier than. than um Foden is in his way way more selfish so mate amazing pick I can't believe I'm going against Mahrez <laughs> <laughs> against Nottingham Forest um inspired um 
Yeah, geez, that scared me. Not gonna lie. Um, and I brought, <laughs> I brought in there, obviously, for the listeners um, who remembered, I've brought in um, Gundogan. So I couldn't afford Mares. I wish I could have got him, um, but I still think City will go well, and that's a great pick, mate. So maybe I'll jump into my Leeds United version of Mares. <laughs> And if I said that, Matt Jowsey, could you guess who I'm talking about? I imagine you're talking about Harrison. I think he's a great oh, guy. Oh, <laughs> nailed it. So, yes, this boy's been on fire. Um, obviously, last week, I think we just come up against a really well-organised unit. Um, I think we had a chance to, to get a draw, um, but wasn't expecting big fantasy points off any Leeds assets against brighton um but watching harrison i generally thought he was going i think we spoke about this before the season matt i thought he was going to go to newcastle now there's still another day well yeah well this would go this i i'll get a substitute i'll put it on twitter <laughs> if that happens um but i generally think he's he's come up trumps um he's really bought into jesse marsh whether or not he's he's playing for a transfer in January, who knows? Um, but he's 6.11 price, so he gets me them extra two points. He's 4.1% owned. Um, some of his stats are pretty decent. So he's up at 0.3 for XG per 90. He's having a shot a game, and his assists is 0.4 per game. So although his stats aren't like, you know, first page of the of the stats that i read and understand um i think the eye test and the fact that leeds fixtures are really good um he could be a, he's somebody that you shoe in and just leave for three games and then if we look rubbish after them three games and he hasn't done anything then blame me because i told you to get him in so uh yeah martin go on what do you think of that uh it's a good pick I'm trying to. I'm just trying to look at who Leeds are playing. I know it's Everton next, um, and then I'm pretty sure it's Brentford. Everton, Brentford, Forest. Yeah, it's not bad fixtures, um, is it? Yeah. Well, he's an ex-City boy, isn't he, Harrison? So, see, Graham, and and a Man United academy player, as Keaton begged to try. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> Can't let him have all the glory. Yeah, I, I think he's a great player. I mean, he was never getting close to our side, but you know. He looks, he looks quality um, when he turns up, definitely. So I haven't seen a lot of him this season, but the back end of last season, he was looking cracking and he, he probably was, um, I think he was in my team at the end of last season and he was scoring, starting to score some points. So how's he started in terms of points this season, Benny? Yeah, I think he's our second uh, highest scoring FPL asset to Rodrigo, who is currently like top of everything. So... Um, let me just have a quick look there. 26 points. Is that what he's at? Yeah. And Rodrigo's 37. Yeah. Who is yeah. the highest scoring player at the moment? Do you have that up? Yeah, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yeah. How long can Leeds keep this up for then? I know, Harlan. Yeah. Harlan's 41, yeah. Rodrigo 37. Pascal Gross, 35. Wow. Great and then Odegaard, 31. Well, look, I think we've started well. Um, it's probably a pivotal run in our season let's be honest like i think it's easy for me to get carried away saying that we're, we're gonna you know 
getting to Europe or at least mid-table. But I'm a realist. I think over the next three games, Leeds need six points at least. And that'll probably go a long way to keeping us up. I still worry for you. You're, you're at the top oh. end of the table and I'm still worrying for you, Benny. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. You can, you can say that. Um, I think there's a, a few more teams struggling this year than... I know, but you look at some of them and you think, surely it's got to turn around. Like Leicester, well, actually, they're terrible. But Leicester. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to do something. Um, West Ham should never be anywhere near the bottom of the table. Mm. Um, there's some other down down there, isn't there? That just Everton should should not yeah. really be down there. Villa seem like will be in trouble, I think. Then turn it around. Oh, but these are the teams that will end up mid table. They'll have a good run, mm. and others will slip. But one, it's going to be close. One of them will get easily get pulled in. Go on then. I asked this on everyone that's that comes on. Who are you relegated three then? Right, as it stands now, please chuck in Saints so Cam listens to this. <laughs> and uh, spills, spills his Guzman on the curb. Hang on a sec. So Bournemouth, I reckon they're, they're going. Sorry if there's any Bournemouth fans on. Um, I think Everton will have enough. I think Leicester might get drawn into it. They might be the the um, have one of the relegation spaces for me. I would like to say Saints. I think Saints might be in and around it, but uh, it's between Saints and Leeds. Virtual <laughs> <laughs> his friends, Malia. Um, yeah, Bournemouth. I think are the one that will go, and then I think Everton um, will get suckered in. Like the the business that they've done hasn't really been great. Moipe is not going to bang any, you know, bang many goals in. I don't think you know, like. Um, Neil miracle. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think he'll do all right in time. He he always uh, did all right for Brighton. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he, was... he, he's, he knocked him in. I don't think he ever got double figures, did he? Well, I don't know his actual numbers, but he mm-hmm. he always seemed to pick up goals here and there. And he hasn't been scoring for him obviously for a season because he's not been first choice. But he was scoring a few for a good Brighton side, but will he score a few for a terrible Everton side right now? Yeah, that's no. true. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd just like to see Everton down there again. So, you know, Bournemouth, Everton and Southampton, definitely. Yeah. I'd say a minor change every week, so I'll refrain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I'd say very similar, Malia, yeah. Um Right, so where are we at with the Mavericks? We've gone me and then it's Mr. Malia, isn't it? No, Chelsea. Yes, me. Um, I'm going to make... I'm going to hate myself and you guys are going to hate me as well. Um, so I'm sorry because um, obviously with your your allegiances to your club and then I would love it if we beat them. But my players from <laughs> Man United, oh, I'm hoping yeah, we can make Man United great again. Just for the, the listeners, Mr. Jousey has just put on a red Man United cap that spells make Man United great again. And he's obviously tried to stir us up here, Malia. <laughs> I think they've turned the corner. Um, 
they didn't play particularly well against Southampton. Uh, I thought Southampton were, were very good on the day, but they defended well. So I've picked someone we've already spoken about on the pod already. Malia is in your team. Um, but Dallo, who is uh, his price point has dropped to 4.4. And I didn't, I noticed that earlier in the week and I was um, thinking it's, it's time to get on him. And uh, I missed out last week. So he, he scored 11 points. Um, got himself an assist. He's only 3.6% owned and United play Leicester this week. They're away at Leicester, but Leicester have been having a torrid time of it. Thoughts? I'll let Malia jump in. Oh, split allegiances. He's on my, it's in my team, but he's only... <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of the cheapest defenders on the game he is but he seems to have nailed that right back's position he's been playing in every minute of every game this season yeah I mean he's I mean United had a terrible start I, I think you're right they have turned a bit of a corner but I still think there's a long way to go to, to actually see what they'll what they'll produce um, Dello's got 95% of his points from one game <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true. I'm uh, getting on him more on the price point so that I can free up some money elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at 4.4, I think he could be a steal because he's a defender, hopefully first choice, in a team that should be better than they are. Um, obviously, I'd love it if they keep, if they keep losing games, but I don't think that's going to happen for too long. The yeah. fixtures after this one aren't looking too bad. Interestingly, the... Um... Fancy football, um, fancy Premier League website says that Leicester away is a tougher game than Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I mean the FPL organisers are up there, up their asses. I really like the app update, but the FDR difficulty ranking, yeah, uh, is so off this season. It's crazy. They don't update it, obviously. Palace away <laughs> is two. Yeah, yeah, they, the do, they do have to go to Arsenal. Uh, oh no! Do Arsenal go to Old Trafford? Is that right? Arsenal go to Old Trafford, yeah. Yeah, but then they've got a couple after that before they run into Man City. So, um, for the price, I think you you bang on, like worth keeping in or getting in your team at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to look to to bring him in just to free up some money and uh, hopefully get on some some other assets. And it might be wild card time for me anyway. So, <laughs> I like it, mate. I think I started with Dallo because I looked at him pre-season and thought if he nails down that spot, he's bombing forward. He would have the likes of Ronaldo or Rashford or you know whatever. Surely United can't be as bad as they were last season. Turns out they decided they were going to be worse. Um, <laughs> I just with... saw a bit of fight in them against Southampton, yeah. uh, and obviously they got the result against Liverpool as well. So that's something that hasn't been there for them previously. Yeah, it shows they've got a bit of spine. I think. If they'd have lost the game against Southampton or draw and after a great result against Liverpool, then for um, God, because of last week I called him Ben Hag, Ten Hag. <laughs> um, it, what does it say for his dynasty? I think they could turn it round, and I think at four point four or whatever he is, why would you not? If you've got mm. the catch, I mean, four point five is around him. It's such a weird price point. Like I've got R Rico Henry at four point five. Um, but if I'm being honest, there's no difference between them. Um, I think United's defense they've got Dallo, Malasia, Martinez, all 4.4. Oh, is, are, they, are they? Yeah, 
Wow, I didn't realise. Well, you've got you have a sort of you know three at the back from United, and they keep a clean sheet. You're, <laughs> you're golden. Oh, that's a nice nugget from Malia. Maybe we do yeah. keep the Man United defence in. In I don't know if that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> True. If they, they, they never know. He can sit in your bench, Carney, and then if he comes on and he does something, then happy mm. days. If he doesn't, who cares? Yeah, De Gea took a hit as well, didn't he, on his price? They all did. 4.9. Yeah, the, the prices I can't keep track of. Sometimes I look at my team and I'm like, rich as all hell, and then <laughs> I make I make a transfer and I got no money left. So, <laughs> um, and that's very often, as you all know. Well, I knew you'd hate that one, Benny, because uh, you uh, transferred out Dallo after week two, didn't you, with a wild card? So, <laughs> uh, that was part of my reasoning as well, was just to try and wind you up. <laughs> but it works, mate. It works. Um, well, I'll jump into mine to to round off the the competition this week. Um, I think you'll get this straight away, but if I was going to say an Arsenal defender, even after last week's performance, which was Jekyll and Hyde, who would you go for at the moment? Are you going to say Gabriel? I guess. I suppose you could have actually said Saliba, but yeah, um, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually, I think he gave away. Um, the first goal just by getting it stuck under his feet and managed to score um, his second one. I think he's just, he is, although he didn't show it on the ball last week, he's a classy centre back. Um, he's great at set pieces. Um, I think his X, XG is probably better than like a Sinchenko's. Um, he just looks a real threat. And this is a new Arsenal. So, you know, I generally have a, a, a feeling. Arsenal are going to push whoever decides they want to, they want to push City all the way. I think it'll be Arsenal probably, I don't know, Chelsea or Tottenham at the moment. Um, but them four will be around. I think Liverpool have left have already left it too late. Um, they'll, be, they'll be up there, Liverpool, but... Well, I don't know. Actually, this will be an interesting one for Malia. Have Liverpool already fucked it or do you think they... Come, come back to challenger, or are you more worried about a uh, Arsenal or, or Chelsea or um, Spurs at the moment? Um, I'm not sure. Not too worried about Chelsea. Um, I think Liverpool will come back. You know, like they've they've lost one game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a nine nil against, but uh, they're just against teams that they should have beaten. So it's proper drop points in a way. Yeah. I think the Fulham one was, you know, there's always one at the beginning of the season. I think like Arsenal lost to Brentford last last year, first game. There's always one surprise package. Um, and then, yeah, the United game was just against the United side that would have probably beaten anyone on that day. Um, but yeah, I think Liverpool would definitely be there. Arsenal potentially like they might be one or two injuries away from falling away. I think if if you like if, if you're a Jesus or maybe Odegaard, like your really influential players get injured, um, it could be they could be in trouble. Whereas your Cities and your Liverpools are their squad depth are, are probably a lot more, a lot deeper with more quality. 
Um, yeah, Spurs maybe. Yeah, Spurs will be will be an interesting one. Just on that point, and I, I don't think we've brought it up yet. With the World Cup coming up, and the actual depths of the Man Cities and Liverpools and all the rest of it, is it a given that the likes of Liverpool, Man City, will have the depth to respond after the World Cup? Because you got to remember, the World Cup is going to be in. A really hot country they're gonna be playing loads of games if they're gonna to get to the end of it they're probably gonna be absolutely emotionally exhausted after it are they gonna be more well equipped than someone like i don't know i'll just use this for example elites who are gonna have minimal players playing in the world cup and probably limited minutes who could have probably gone to training camps is that gonna be is it always going to be an advantage or is this World Cup going to be the equaliser where a couple of teams that we aren't fancying? I mean, I'm trying to think of Arsenal. Like, Arsenal, how many World Cup starters do they have? Does, does Jesus even start for, for the Brazil? He'll go, won't he? But he won't start. Will he? I don't know. Idea. On his form, current form, it'd be hard to leave him out. Who else would Arsenal have for it? I'm just using them as an example. Son... South Korea, he goes, they go, they've gone. Are they, did they qualify? Yeah, I don't know. Let's have a look. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think you have to look at the, the teams that these people play for as well, right? Like, Norway won't get very far. Ireland for Odegaard. Are they even in it? I mean, I don't know. Sorry, Norway? Yeah. I'm not even sure. I'll just grab it up. Yeah, I don't reckon the impact's going to be that that big because the your bigger teams are gonna they're gonna manage that with the squad um there's only going to be a handful a couple of players probably that make it to that last uh past the semi-finals so mm. it's a lot of games before christmas so yeah south korea are there no norway from what i can see good <laughs> yeah very interesting who will Leeds lose well we'll take the the usa boys adams and aronson i don't know if they start to be honest you'd have thought so <laughs> you'd hope so really who will newcastle lose does, does, um, does he yeah he plays um Isaac to Sweden. Uh, Shaw will go for... Is Switzerland qualified? I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, they're there. I don't yeah. think Sweden, Sweden are there. Sweden aren't there? Oh, well. Um, we'd lose trip here, I guess. But not too many. No. Interesting. Yeah. I think your bigger teams can manage it with the squad without it being too much of an issue, personally. But all right, well, we'll scuttle on to uh, Maverick, captain of Game Week uh, 5. So, look, I think it's easy enough. Well, actually, no, I did this last time. Who do you think is going to get the most captain this week? And we've got to go against him, essentially. Or do you all just want to pick a captain that you're going to captain this week and stick with it? Because I like that game. Oh, and then we have to stick with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. 
No, actually, it's horrible because my maverick <laughs> captain was going to be against my team. Don't like it. I, I want out. Surely, um, Alan after his hat trick is. Oh yeah, well he's he's the favourite choice, isn't he? Agree, Malia. I'm not sure. I might. I might. I think KDB over Highland for city captain. So are you saying that we have to all go on this this week, or we got have to go against it? No, I, I just think who right. Right, let's just refresh. You can you can go with it if you want, Matt. But last week everyone else did. I went with Sterling. Um, who do you think is the best captain choice this week? I thought, yeah. I think Haaland's probably the, the obvious one for me, but then Mali is saying KDB, so that's fair enough. I've gotten both in my team, and I was going to captain Haaland. I think he'll play. Yeah, you had, you had KDB last week, right, Chelsea? Yeah, and I'm still hurting from that. Yeah, I reckon KDB then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. I, like. Arsenal have got Villa at home, haven't they? So you've got Jesus or Martinelli, maybe. Mm. But Rodrigo at home to Everton. Okay, crickets. Mm. <laughs> Joking. <Yeah. laughs> that would be, be pretty maverick to go with that. Um, so, yeah, if I was going maverick, I think Newcastle are going to get spanked this week. So, uh, Salah or uh, Luis Diaz as well, I think would be a good shout. Yeah, we'll go go with Trent maybe. I mean, I think you're right. I think Arsenal really could make a mockery over Aston Villa. Mm. Mm. Be more maverick, I reckon. Then everyone's going to go Haaland, right? Or KDB? Yeah, yeah, true. Well, it'd be true. a great differentiator if Forest come out the blocks and uh, and get <laughs> get something against City. <laughs> Who knows? Mm. oh well we'll leave that one up to the listeners imaginations um <laughs> final part of the pod then um upset of the week so i think if i'm remembering rightly let me just check my photos no one got anything and if any of the boys are listening they're going to be screaming at me saying that no we did um keaton had west ham Did West Ham win? Yeah, one nil was it? Villa. So he's got it. Dave had Leeds. I had Wolves. Keaton, fair play. How do you back that up? We've had one every week. No <laughs> pressure, boys. Who do you want to go with? in your car. You look scared. You can go first. I am scared because it's going to make me look like a mug. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only I, I liked how Southampton went at United at the back end of their game last week, and um, Stuart Armstrong, who Cam actually picked as a Mav a few weeks ago, looked really, really good. So I think he deserves a few more minutes than he's getting currently, but. Chelsea could actually batter them, but I'm going to say Southampton are just going to get something against <laughs> Chelsea. 
love your indecision. All right, you're having you're having Southampton. I love it, um, Malia. Um, you know, I'm going to say that Everton are going to get someone at Leeds. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Moipe, great player, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Shorter bag. Yeah, we'll get a trick, definitely. Neil or Seal. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I'm going to go Villa. I know we've just said that Arsenal probably batter him. I'll do a jazz. <laughs> I'll cover my bases. I'll probably look a mug. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what this part of the pod's about. I feel like Villa needs something. Gerard's backs against the wall. If he doesn't get it out of this game, if if yeah, if Arsenal embarrass him, then he's out. So I think he'll have him pumped up. They got maybe. So maybe individual bit of genius from Coutinho or something. Leon Bailey doing bits. Mm. Mm. Well, fellas, thanks so much for coming on. Pleasure. Hey, thank Manu, you. We'll have to have you on sooner rather than later. Don't think 10 weeks swanning around in Europe is enough to keep you away from the Mavs. <laughs> Mate, I'll do it from wherever I, wherever I sit. Good, man. Well, look after yourself. Obviously, we'll, uh, we'll chat. And uh, Jouster, get, get running, lad. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Benny. You too, mate. <laughs> Find somewhere in Vanuatu for a quick run. <laughs> I'll run up a volcano somewhere. All right, <laughs> legends. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah.